Hello and welcome to another edition of the e-commerce Odyssey podcast. I'm here with Nicholas Bayash from eStreamly. Nicholas, please tell, tell us about your company. Hi, I am so excited to be here today. So um, eStreamly is a live and video commerce platform. Uh, we enable brands to, uh, to, go, um, to go live uh, through a live event. Uh, where they can actually, we will overlay uh, a buy button on top of uh, their video uh, and people can engage and most importantly, people can buy directly from the live. So when people, I'm very interested in, in, um, in, live, in live shopping because I think it's huge in China, isn't it? And, but we haven't really seen it too much in the West. Yeah, that's right. Actually, uh, in China, it already represents 15% of the total income. So when you think about it, right, uh, it, it's a pretty uh, huge chunk. Uh, but more importantly, uh, it's uh, the growth of it has been really astonishing. Um, it started in China in 2015. And so in a matter of like, what, six years, uh, it's, it's already like this, this huge element. And I think one of the reasons is people just love to engage through uh, video and, and have that instant uh, uh, conversation, uh, really enable brands to, to sell more. And, and we're seeing a very high conversion rate. Okay, so how did you, um, how did you get the idea for the company? Oh, uh, it's an interesting story. So um, I, I met my partner through um, Ethereum Hackathon um, here in Atlanta um, in 2018. And, and uh, uh, we kind of uh, always wanted to bring people at the center of commerce. Uh, so we've looked at different technology uh, for blockchain, uh, AR, VR, and everything. But the reality is most of those tech are, are really, uh, we're, we're really not ready to scale uh, or very complex to develop. And we kind of stumbled into live stream uh, back in 2020, uh, looking at what was going on in China. And we felt, hey, the tech is ready. Uh, we, should, uh, we should really uh, go. And, and so we started to develop um, uh, since. Okay. So in, in China, right, it's obviously, it's, it's a very different ecosystem. Um, they've got, you know, I, you know, things like WeChat are really big in China in the way that they aren't quite the same in the UK. Is it that, how is it that, that Chinese merchants are advertising the, you know, are launching their live streams. And do we have that kind of infrastructure in the West? Well, I think, I think the reality is, as you know, as you speak about WeChat, um, in China, the, the, the consumer is more used to shop everywhere. Um, in, in, in the US or even, even in, in Europe, we are very much uh, in silo, right? If you want to shop, you go to, to Amazon. If you want to shop, you go to your own D2C website or, or you go to eBay or whatever. Um, in China, WeChat, you know, that's the app that does everything and you can shop any product anywhere from that app. And so there's really no barrier. There's really no one place where you go to shop. The shopping happens everywhere. And so I feel that's, that's why there's a big difference um, between the, the Chinese and, and the European uh, on that stand front. So is it so, that, I mean, so talk us through the, the um, you know, firstly, can you tell us about what, how it works in China? Right. And then tell us a bit about how your system works and how people can run a successful um, campaign. Yeah. So um, if you think about in China, obviously you have like a different uh, live stream commerce platform, uh, which uh, you can you can go. Uh, you have uh, Taobao and some others, um, uh, Pinduoduo. So those are platform uh, where you can actually go and enter uh, the live this way or you can also be just like you know browsing your 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 uh, wechat whatever and then you you end up into a, a live stream that way uh, so there's really multiple point of entry uh, from from the standpoint in, on the chinese market now if you look at what we are doing here in the us um, we we are doing it um, in a slightly different way we are broadcasting you live uh, on your website directly. And that's where we actually seeing the biggest and the highest conversion rate. So 
um, with that, your website become to be like a point of destination uh, where the video happen. Um, but the other thing we do is like we use social media as a way to broadcast the event. So we will distribute that, uh, you know, to Facebook, YouTube, um, Twitter, and and some of those. So like like you're doing for this podcast, for example, right? You 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 are recording the podcast, but at the same time you are broadcasting it on YouTube. So we 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 uh, deploy that as a way to augment your uh, options for consumers to actually uh, see your content. So what kind of what kind of brands do you work with? Is it because I'm just thinking is it is it that you need to be a large brand that that already has a big following to make this work? Yeah, so it's it's actually that's a really awesome question. I think it's not so much about like the the size of the following. I think it's more about how do you go after reaching out your customers. So um, if you work with um, an audience, or if you work with, if your product is more like geared toward, like I will say, generation that you know maybe is 40 plus, 40, 50 years old, then live commerce might not be the the right uh, medium for you because the reality is the shoppers are really more on the Gen Z gener uh, generation Z, uh, younger folks. Um, now the way you want to think about it is is um, Obviously, we do work with brand. That's our primary uh, type of, um, uh, of people we work with. Uh, we do have some content creator as well that are interested. Um, but the reality is uh, you want to have the ability to communicate with your audience. So we have a lot of brands that wants to go live, but then they will go live and being not, not being able to engage their own audience because they don't know who their customer are. And so how do we create that, you know, that... Um, uh, that imagination, that that interest that uh, the live will have, uh, but you also have like some very tiny brand that may have, uh, you know, 200, 300, 500 followers, but they are able to convert very high. Um, it's not so much about the size of the following; it's about like, do you know your audience? How do you engage that audience? Are you able to communicate with them? Um, and are you, uh, you know, smart enough about what you say and what you, how you want to bring that event to life? Okay, so do you work with, you know, are you mainly working with direct-to-consumer brands or are you working with retailers? What kind of businesses does this work best for? Yeah, so so I think there's really different, if, if you look at the, the landscape, uh, you, you can be a brand. So we do we do work uh, pre predominantly with, uh, with brand, a D2C uh, brand, uh, but there's a whole market for retailers and retailers will have a different needs uh, than, than regular um, D2C. Um, but yes, yeah, so we, we see that uh, it's, it's really uh, on our side, extremely, we work mostly with brands and, and creators, but not so much with retailers. Okay. So what kind of process should a merchant go through to run an event? I mean, I'm talking, yeah. you know, what, what, is the, what, is the, what is the onboarding process? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think it depends by, by company you go after, but uh, if, you, if you for it to, to try with Extremely, for instance, the onboarding process is pretty straightforward. You know, the first thing we'll ask you is like basic company info and everything. We'll, we'll hook you up to your uh, current e-com. Uh, we do integrate with Shopify, WooCommerce and, and Square. Um, and so that will enable us to kind of pull your product library, push your product uh, once the order is done. We will integrate with your payment process. If you do have um, access to your payment key or we will, uh, you know, use our own payment process, depending on uh, which, which solution you will want to go with. Um, and then uh, to create your event, you know, you, you will have your own platform and say, hey, I want to be live uh, that day and at that time. And then uh, add, you will add the product that are your product, the discount that you have, the integration, and then you go live. Uh, right. The reality is more about um, get, get going to the live is very easy. You know, in a matter of um, we, we had a client in a matter of like 24 hours, he had his live set up. It's more about how do you activate your audience so people can actually tune in when you go live? Okay. Um, 
So that's that's and before really we go. Do, do, what is the cost? So just before we get onto the kind of what makes it successful, what is the? Are we talking about you know tens of dollars, hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars? How do you how do you charge? Oh yeah, yeah. So um, um we do charge by uh, transaction of sales. So okay, so it's, um, it's you, yeah, it's, it's it's very straightforward. You're successful. We're successful. You're not successful. Then you know you can walk away. You haven't launched much. So it's a success fee, basically. Is it's what a success charged. fee. It's a success fee base. Uh, we do at the moment uh, charge anywhere from uh, five to eight percent, depending of uh, what kind of service you want, and uh, depending like if you want some extra uh, service and features, we may charge a subscription anywhere from uh, fifty to hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks, depending. Okay, on so it's it's success based. You don't need to. It works like a almost like a kind of marketplace thing. You, that, you that's correct. Do that. Okay, yeah, yeah. so we're getting onto the we're getting onto the nub of the matter. So the the onboarding is easy. Give us your top tips for running a successful event. Yeah, and and that's really the key, right? And uh, what we're seeing is is it's not so much about creating your event; it's about uh, advertising your events. And 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 my recommendation is is really working through. Obviously, you know your customer. You have to um, create anticipation and excitement about your event. Um, and so what you want to do is like, you want to have at least two weeks preparation for that event. So you were, you will be sending a, a subscription to your, an email to your subscribers saying, Hey guys, we'll be live on Tuesday. Come join us. Um, you want to create some uh, momentum around, um, maybe having a special, uh, offer or creating like a, sp a special drop at that moment. Like maybe a product that they never know, or maybe you have the founder of the company that will join. And then you have a, a pretty exciting community. Uh, so now they know that they have the founders there, or maybe you want to integrate with um, maybe like a celebrity or someone that is well known in the community that will be there as a host. So you want to create some kind of um, an excitement that is just beyond uh, the live itself, like to, to really have the audience tuning in. You want to communicate that frequently. Uh, you want to tell them like maybe two weeks in advance, and then you want to send them a reminder a week in advance, and then uh, three days in advance, and then uh, what we do is like we 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 try to automate that process uh, on our side. So we've created some templates to to help you out doing that. Uh, but then up to the uh, sending a text message like five minutes before the event, because seventy five percent of the viewers will be coming from their phone. Uh, so mm -hmm. that's a really interesting point. Um, and so you, you want to create that uh, anticipation, and it's really like the successful live are really about well preparing uh, that event so people are, are excited to come and, and actually tuning in for the event what about this so what about the creative so i don't i've never i must confess i've never seen a live event right so the event itself how does that how does that normally work out what makes that successful is it a bit like you know i've, I've accidentally turned on to um shopping channels at one point is it like that or is it different yeah it's it's what what, what will make them successful um the the so obviously, you know, the, the number one driver of audience will be from your email list. Uh, yeah. So, so that's the other thing. The, the other thing that we see is like, obviously, when we stream to uh, social media uh, at the same time as your own website, uh, we, you will see that uh, you will have some engagement on social media uh, for your live. Uh, however, the conversion rate, like the actual uh, conf, uh, trans, uh, transform of that into sales is very low. We're looking at one to 2%. Well, on your website is anywhere from 18 to 40%. Uh, 
Um, so, so you really want to bring people to your website. So why is that? Why do you think there's a difference? Is it that you know people are browsing social media and it's just one of the things they see where they've specifically gone to your website? And that is right. That is right. And it's really about like uh, the awareness of the user. If they're on your website, that you probably have communicated with them before. They may may not be ready to purchase, but now that you are live, they can ask you the question that really are important to them. And now the the purchase and the conversion rate is much higher. Um, and that's what you know the big difference we're seeing with retailers, where you know retailers will do a lot of live stream, but they don't have a good conversion rate because they have so much and everything to offer that the audience is not maybe tuned in for that specific product they're looking at. Um, okay. So having a live on your own website, that's where you're going to drive a lot of conversion. How long? So if I can imagine, so okay, so imagine we've done our emailing list, we've promoted that, we start the event. What's a what is a good event book? How long? How long should the event be? What kind of, you know, is it like an advertorial or is it more like a kind of a, you know, what kind of content? How does it, how does it look? Yeah. So, so the, the, what, what, uh, what we always recommend is really to think about creating genuine content, right? So that's the most important. Um, going live, a lot of people are afraid of going live. They think uh, a lot of people are thinking going live as creating a video. Um, and the reality is on a video, you probably cre to create a, tw a two minutes video, you're probably going to take three hours because there is always be something that you say that you don't like and you want to re read it and read it and so forth. With the live stream, you press a button, you go live and you start talking. And so, so it's really like there's not that much that fear of perfection. Perfection doesn't exist on live stream. And so you should remove that. And so the idea is that when you go live, our recommendation is to say 30 minutes because you want a minimum of 30 minutes because the reality, if you do less, what we're seeing is that generally the top of engagement is around 25, 28 minutes. So you want to have people tuning in, right? So you want to do at least 30 minutes. Um, and then from that point, not that standpoint, you want to be genuine about the brand. You want to talk about the product. You want to maybe do like you can do an interview. We are seeing really different styles. So we have brands that will do a recipe, for instance, and, and not talk about the product specifically, but like using the product in the context of something else. So that's really interesting. Or there may be an interview where the person is going to interview um, the founder and then talk about i'm losing you somewhere the, the connection's gone for some reason can you say something again the connection's gone you just go, you're sounding like, let me just check that no one is doing anything in the, in the house. Is anyone watching TV or anything? Is anyone on the internet? You're not watching any videos, are you? Lower? The connection's gone, okay. It shouldn't be any Maybe it's just a bit rubbish. Maybe it's just a bit rubbish. Can you say something again? Okay. So oh, that's yeah, fine. Um, so you were the team just went went rubbish. We'll just um, you were saying something about the founder. Um, okay. Going the video, so it kind of it screwed up at that point. So yeah. we were saying, yeah. Well, to start from start from the uh, what you're saying about the founder, you know, yeah. a video getting on the founder and stuff talking yeah. about it. So so maybe you want to create uh, a video where the founder is actually being interviewed and telling about their story and why they, they care about the product so much. So the content is really about creating genuine content. 
you don't need to have like a super polished studio or like a super, uh, you know, fancy studio. I think you just want to have a room that is um, uh, um, nice, where's a nice background, nice lighting, nice uh, audio, and then you want to go live and, and try it out. And, and really don't overthink it. Uh, th that's the biggest advice that I will give you is don't overthink it. Just try. You will be surprised. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I always like a thing where you can, where you can, you can, you know, set it up cheaply, give it a go, and learn as you go along. And I think this sounds like that. So, what kind yeah, of? And, and the reality is, it, it's you will see, you know, a lot of brands are thinking it through an ad, and so they are saying, okay, you know, I'm spending 50k on an ad, and I want to spend that on my live stream, and and that's a bad idea. In in my point of view, if you if you like, depending on the brand, you just wanna you wanna do and try and and try cheap but use that money to do it frequently because what's going to make you win on this game as opposed to is like the, the frequency and the reputability. You, I mean, like Trevor, you have this podcast, right? I think the first 10 episodes were not it, right? It's really took that consistency to create that eat and momentum and live stream is the same thing. You want to yeah. create that eat and the same momentum. With YouTube, I think you say you need to post once a week, every week for two years, and then you get, then you begin to, then you begin to get somewhere. Yeah, well, I you don't have the, the good thing with live streaming is like hopefully you don't have to wait um, two years. What we're seeing is like really at the at the fifth uh, by the fourth or five live stream you start to significantly see um, you know really good sales. So okay, so if you're a brand, what does success look like? I mean, what is a what kind of? I know you you had a good example of a, an amazing Chinese brand that sold a tremendous amount of stock. Yeah. How well? You know, okay, so just you tell us firstly what the very best people do and then tell us what, you know, what, you know, think a starter could expect. Yeah, so the, the really best people is, I think it's ob obviously in China and, and, and you've got the Lipsting King who was able to sell for $1.7 billion of, uh, of goods in a 12-hour live stream. So think about that, right? 1.7, that's a lot of product moving. Um, so that's, that's really like the, I would say the, the best in class. Um, what, what we're seeing actually here in the U.S. is that generally people will start with a 10% conversion rate. Um, they will be able to drive at their first live, maybe 100 people uh, on the live, and then that, that will grow from there. So, um, you know, actually, you know, it, it's, it's really getting that 10, 15, 20% conversion rate. That's where you're going to get. Um, and don't be discouraged because... The reality is, even if you are not able to drive people through the live, what we're seeing, especially in the U.S. market, is that the, the, the conversion rate don't happen so much on the live. The beauty happens really after the live. And so people will, will check your content. They will start to learn about your product. You can repost it. You can use it for marketing. So you can create from one video a week-long conversation. And I think that repurposing of it is really interesting as well. So um, you really have to think it through two lenses. Like what's going on with my conversion right there from my live, but then what can I do with that video so I can continue engaging uh, the audience to prepare either for my next live or prepare for for something else that you have in mind. Okay, so look, I'm I'm what kind of you know? So where do you think the future of uh, live streaming is going to go? What are we going to see? How are we get? What are your predictions for the future? Yeah, in I, in, in the West, I, is it going to get really to fifteen percent in in you hope so, presumably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, will we get to 15%? I, I, I believe so. I think, you know, um, I, I think, you know, there will always be a French of the population that wants to engage with a human to purchase. And I'm personally one of those guys. I mean, I, I don't like to purchase from video and from, uh, from text on, on website. And, and I always want to chat with someone. 
Um, as retail is changing and is becoming more and more digital, um, I think that you know that's the closest you can get from a, a real physical experience because you can ask as a shopper, you can ask question to to the host that really belongs to you and 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 make that conversation and like make it a conversation. So I think what we are going to see is anywhere from from ten to fifteen, um, and then maybe up to the twenty percent. But but I do think at some point um, that that you that uh, live stream is probably going to be and 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 there's some conversation about that is going to be easier um, kind of in five to ten years uh, being shifted off toward uh, metaverse or maybe it will be like as a separate channel. But I think the 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 people that will be the most successful are the one that are thinking. Uh, live stream as a channel, like as a, you know, when you look at your omnichannel strategy, it's not like a, a marketing tool, it's a channel because you can really convert uh, and, and drive contents that is very unique to you. So that's that's what my encouragement is on the, on the prediction. Uh, that's good. That's good advice, I think. Um, okay, last question. What has inspired you recently? What have you done? What have you seen? What tips do you have? Oh, yeah. So, How can we be uh, better people? <laughs> I'll be a better people. Okay, okay, cool. Uh, well, you know, I I think um, when 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 I, when I look at inspiration, I think uh, I think about my my youngest daughter. Uh, I just got a, a new baby, four years. Uh, she's four four months old, and I, when I see how how fast she's growing and and, and picking things up, and and you know you you look at what uh, the word is about and and all those change that everywhere, and you see your kids that how fast they adapt. I feel that um, I feel very inspired that. Uh, even if we are in an ever-changing environment, uh, the human will always be able to to adapt to new things and and uh, and pick up the where things are and and, and move forward with that. So that's excellent. my inspiration. That's, a, that's extremely positive. That's most excellent, Nicholas. It's been great talking to you, and I'm very excited about live stream. I'm going to go and look into it more. So thank you, Trevor. Good luck for the future. It was really fun. Cheers. Bye bye.